Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chris Hoke, Mason Rudolph's biggest fan, even before it was cool, on Rudolph and disagreeing, I think, with Lewis Riddick, who joined us earlier this hour. You know, Riddick said Mason should be the starting quarterback, but then looked at all the other things that have clicked for their offense and and gave those things props for the Steelers' mini-win streak with Rudolph in there and back-to-back 30-point games, which was unheard of here uh, in the Matt Canada era. Didn't it seem like Lewis was saying a lot of that was coincidental? That it, You know what I mean? Like he, There was an implication, I felt like, that it was coincidental. No, I, I, I agree. Well, he was making it – yeah, he's, he was trying to like argue – Like that Mason's entry into the lineup happened to just coincide with them upticking well, all of He was own. trying to argue that – that people are saying that guys weren't playing hard or trying when Kenny was the quarterback instead of Mason Rudolph. I don't think that's true. I don't think anyone's argued that. I think it's a schematic thing like Hoke just went for there. And it's funny, both factions think that the quarterback they support is unfairly disrespected and maligned by the fan base. Rudolph fans think that the guy's gotten no shot and has been treated like crap by fans, people like me that call him mediocre Mason, etc. My brother-in-law, who's not a Rudolph fan really, even brought up on New Year's Day, he thinks that there are fans, and he even thinks the Steelers to some degree, this is a this is an out-there take, he thinks that Rudolph's political views have worked against him. I don't think That people cares. know that he's a conservative. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. By that logic, wouldn't Donald or wouldn't uh, Donald Trump? Well, Ben Roethlisberger, friends with the for, with most recent president. I brought up Marquis Pouncey being a Trump supporter, and he said, "Well, one guy's a borderline Hall of oh, Fame." Oh, so center. it's only when the guy isn't a good enough player you bring all this stuff up. Well, but there are. I mean, that's there aren't. There's no doubt. There's different rules that apply for different players. I mean, that George Pickens versus Chuksakorafor. I think Mike Tomlin told you all you need to know about how he views Pickens with the freaky bleep routinely line. And then and then Kenny Pickett, it's the same thing. That a lot of Pickett fans think that Kenny just has to uh keep, you know, throwing punches and flailing at Penn State fans who want him to fail and root against him and try to downplay anything any any success he's had they downplay and when he struggles they revel in it. It's, it's fascinating. You know what's odd, though? Joey Porter Jr. has largely, I think, been very good this year as a rookie, and nobody has – I've seen, like, very infrequently somebody whine about the penalties or say he's not that good, like where you would assume it's a Sour Grapes Pit fan going the other way. Mm-hmm. Most everybody, though, has acknowledged Joey Porter, very good rookie season. Why? <laughs> because by everyone's really, you know, measuring sticks, it has been really good. 
I think if Kenny was had been playing very, very good football and the team was cruising along to an easy playoff berth, I think a lot of Penn State fans might have it might have been grudging, but they just said, "Yeah, guy's better than I thought he was. Team looks pretty good." Riddick said he thinks this will be Rudolph's biggest test, even with the Ravens playing JV squad members and already having a spot clinched because he just thinks that their defense is still better. I think it's Seattle more. And Cincinnati. I think it's more complex than either um, of those defenses. He and there's the other thing he didn't bring up was. Now Kenny is active in the backup, and he's got to be thinking about how if you win the game, you pretty much get the team into the playoffs, which was, yeah, that was true last week. If they lost, they probably would have been screwed. But now it's really a really, really big game. Now it's a humongous game. And arch rival, Roethlisberger won games in Baltimore, but it wasn't always pretty. I mean, if you go there and light them up, you do something that we very rarely have ever seen. Donnie, give me in a win when you get a chance. Give me in a win Ben Roethlisberger's best passing yard total at Baltimore. Not at home where he threw five touchdown passes and a half. Or a game where he threw, what, six touchdown passes against him total. So you're saying at Baltimore, yes, right? Yes, in a win. Not like, you know, he threw for 260, they lost by 10. Give me in a win the most he threw down there. I see 270 right now. What year was that? Uh, 2018. 272 touchdowns, 23-16 win. You think you think Mason Rudolph exceeds either one of those numbers? 270 passing yards, 23 points scored. I think there's a chance he actually exceeds 23. I think there's a chance. I don't think there's a chance he. I don't think he's going to throw for 270 plus because I. I you are wrong about the weather, by the way. Apparently down there. Really? Like a 65% chance of sleet from somebody who lives five minutes away from Baltimore Stadium. Well, I pulled up the weather app on my phone. Look what it says here. Did you Sunday, look to make sure? 45 degrees and cloudy. In Baltimore? Yes. Is there you another click, Baltimore? Click on the day. Click on the day itself and see the day breakout. It might be one of those days where the high is like at midnight. Look. Sunday. There's no precipitation. There's not even a chance of it on here. So, but wait, you hit Sunday, not Saturday? Yeah, I hit Sunday. Sunday, the January game, 7th. The, the game game's Saturday. on Saturday. Oh, crap. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, that game that Chris mentioned is the best stat line in a win. That Hold on, I don't have its die hard here. Hold on a second. Let's just bask in this one for a minute. There's yeah. no bad weather coming in on Sunday. Now I'm a little bit worried you have like plans tomorrow that you didn't realize and <laughs> you're not going to be able to watch the game. No, I'll be down in my basement. He would Hold on, he would cancel those plans immediately. He'd say Malzi talk and there'd be a furious text exchange Correct. to Amanda where he would be canceling everything they're doing. Yeah, tomorrow doesn't look as good. Damn it. <laughs> Still not the worst thing in the world for the Steelers. I mean, the Ravens even with their starters in there the last two games um, Achan, Achan, and I think it's Achan. Achan and McCaffrey both went over a hundred yards, and you wonder how many more yards they could have had if the games were I don't know close. They'd over. They both had over a hundred yards on fourteen carries. Chris, I think we're going to find out very quickly if the Steelers, you know, if their ability to run the ball has been just a function of their line has just clicked at the right time or Mason has really helped them. Because if they come out and try to run the ball early like they did against Seattle and they run into a brick wall, you're going to find out that they need Mason loosening up 
you know, loosening up the box and getting a safety back off the line of scrimmage Mm -hmm. to run it on this team. So I do think it's going to be quite the litmus test there. The Steelers have to have faith, though. By the way, did you see Rudolph was practicing with gloves? They're anticipating bad weather. You know Big Ben would go out there and sling it around in gloves once in a while. They're anticipating horrible weather. I'm wondering if they're going to put the ball in his hands early and allow him to try to make throws. Well, if the Cincinnati game and what happened the second time is any blueprint where they watched Fryermuth light them up and then they changed their entire defense to worry about the middle of the field, Baltimore lost a game because Pickens was singled up and streaked down the sideline and Kenny hit him for a touchdown. So do they come out Do they come out and put the safety over there to begin the game? I bet they do. Have- I bet they do, and then if they do that, then... Are they going to have their go- corners start, like their regular no, corners? No, they're out. So. Uh, Humphreys is out for the game. There's already That's more reason to think they're going to roll a safety over to him, which means you know who should really be eating in this game? Deontay Johnson. It looks like Rock the Casbah, Yasin is going to be the... Remember when the Steelers loved him before the draft? It's going to be one corner, and the other one is going to be Ronald uh, Kentucky Darby. And Arthur Mollett will more than likely be the nickelback. Arthur Rubber Mollett. Yeah. You got any more? Donnie like that. I thought you were going to go with the King Arthur there, maybe, but he's probably not good enough. I mean, are three games enough? If if not three games, two games from Rudolph enough for you to buy in and think he's going to play really well tomorrow? Yeah, actually, Donnie, you convinced it, he's going to play a good hold game? Hold on, Donnie. Before you say this, it's specifically the way he's played well. He's just stood in there and distributed the ball like the way you think a quarterback is generally supposed to play the position. It's been very, you know what it's been to watch? Oddly calming. Like I have expected, in that Seattle game, I expected good stuff to happen when he would drop back and throw. It was wild. Yeah, it was one of the few times really in the last couple of years where I was enjoying every time the Steelers offense would take the field because I just had a a, a good feel like, oh, they're going to go right down here and score points. Now, whenever you say a, a very good game, do you need that Roethlisberger-like stat line? No, Because I don't. I, don't, I don't think that stat line is really doable tomorrow because of the weather. I think they're going to have a plan to basically just pound the football. Rudolph's going to throw. It's not like it's going to be one of those Mac Jones games where he has three attempts. I think he's going to play well enough for the Steelers to win, if that's what you're asking with his arm With his arm strength... And his big hands, you'd think he would thrive in a situation like this. Yeah, I don't think we see like 270 and two touchdowns, like kind of the, the, the numbers we saw these last two games. But I think he still probably goes over 200, maybe has a touchdown. He also does not have like a phenomenal arm. He throws a very pretty rainbow deep ball. He does not have. Well, the you think it's going to get? You think it's going to caught up there in the sleet? That deep no, ball? I just don't think Rudolph is known for having a big arm. He is known for throwing one type of pass very well and very prettily. I don't think the arms. I don't think the arm has looked weak. I think it's looked above average in the two games he started. I think of the quarterbacks on this roster, the guy with the best pure it's arm Trubisky. strength is we Trubisky. Yeah. I don't think it's close. But he can't read defenses, and he makes other than that, Mrs. horrendous Lincoln, decisions. How is his quarterbacking? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.